Today I'll be talking with Jonathan from Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome to the podcast, Jonathan. Let's talk. Hey, how's it going? Good, great. Uh, not too bad. Um, so when when the virus first hit, um, what was your initial reaction to, to what was going on? Well, I remember that it was, it was actually <clears throat> when I very, very... Or the first time I ever I heard about the the virus was actually in February. Um, I was <clears throat> I was listening to a uh, a discussion, a talk, because we were kind of. Um, I'm, I work with American Airlines, by the way, and I was here in Phoenix, and we were having kind of a panel discussion um, about some of the uh, topics in travel, and specifically this this conference that we were at. Um, had to do with with Asia, and this was in in February. It was here in Phoenix. A lot of conferences um, are elsewhere, but this specific one was here. And I remember that it, when it was finished, one of the uh, executives for for Delta actually was joining us in the conversation because it was it was a group of it wasn't just American Airlines; it was other airlines as well. Right. Right. And I was talking to one of the executives and she asked me, she goes, have you, have you been to China in the last couple of weeks? I, I told her no. Uh, and she goes, oh, okay. She goes, please don't go and, and, and please be careful kind of a thing. And this was, this was early February, I should say. This was, um, if I'm not mistaken, this was like the week before Valentine's Day. Yeah, it was before Valentine's Day. She told me not to go to China. Now, the interesting thing is that in a couple of days, I was actually about to board a flight to Korea, to South Korea. Wow. And, and when she told me this, she, you know, I had heard a little bit about what, what had been going on, but not, nothing to the point where at that moment we weren't wearing masks here in the States at least, right? And I... A couple of days after, I went. I went to Korea, and I remember right before we were, we landed in Korea, everybody started on the plane. Everybody started wearing masks, and I and during the flight, it wasn't really we weren't you know it wasn't required of us or you know some people were were wearing masks, but but not a lot. But it, I noticed that when we were about to land, everybody put on a mask. Wow. Right. Yeah. And, and this was the week, the week of, of Valentine's Day, because I remember I, I came and I was it was a really quick trip um, because it was it was an assignment. But also I had my best friend was getting married. He, he is from South Korea. So it was a really quick trip in, in the airline industry. We do a lot of those, you know, whether you're a pilot or a flight attendant or, um, you know, in the mechanics engineering department department like myself. We, we take those quick trips, right? Like, you know, three, right. you know, four days. Actually, four days is, is long. <laughs> like we, we, you know, two, two to three days is normally the length of these trips. Now, right. the, the unique thing was I, I took off from San Francisco, right? I went from San Francisco to Seoul, Korea. And I noticed in San Francisco... I, I did see some people at the airport, and especially on our flight, I saw some people wearing a mask. But I, first off, I didn't have one myself. Um, I didn't know where to buy one. I didn't, 
know where they sold them at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, back then, I mean, that wasn't something that was even thought of, let alone readily available. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I didn't know. I had no idea where to buy one. I, I remember thinking, you know, oh, maybe I should stop at a CVS or a Walgreens. They, surely they have one. <laughs> you know, that's that's how little I right. know about it. Um, and you know, the person I was sitting next to on the plane was was kind enough to. To give me two, she, you know, she she told me wear this one now and 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 later today or tomorrow you can wear this one. So I kind of preserved the other one I wasn't using. I put it in a Ziploc bag, and I, and I remember wearing the mask. And to be honest, I had never done that before. Um, I've been with the airline since 2014, right? And never of all the places I've been to have I ever had to had to wear a mask. Yeah, I mean, and that that's weird because like it just I, I guess that just shows the 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 global impact of this thing like you've been all over the world before this and and you know, didn't didn't even think of doing, you know, the things that we're doing, you know, in North America now like it's just weird. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the the thing that kind of I remember the thought that kept coming to me was you know, I, I was a little scared. <laughs> I remember feeling, and this is this is interesting because I I haven't really talked to anybody about this except really my wife, but and I didn't tell her this at the time, obviously, but I just remember thinking, okay, maybe I maybe this was a mistake to come, <laughs> I maybe made the wrong decision here. Yeah, I mean, I I I can, I can I can just imagine, you know, like you said, you've been on so many of these flights, and all of a sudden you turn around and everybody on the plane is putting on a mask when you're, you know, coming into Korea. You know, that's got to be a little jarring. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, um, and, and and the unique thing is, you know, we were at the airport and we we're about to go through, you know, customs and immigration there, and everybody in the airport had a mask. Everybody. It wasn't, and, and the unique thing is that it wasn't uh, mandatory, but it was strongly, strongly recommended at, at the time at the airport. And and this was the week of um, of, of Valentine's Day. So it was, I, I want to say it was the 11th. And I, I remember landing at the airport and everybody had a mask. And then, you know, obviously, you know, I, w- I went to, to my hotel and I went about and and even even on the train, even amongst the city, I was, you know, I was wearing a mask. And and at the time, it wasn't, it wasn't as, as bad. Meaning that that the numbers, like there were cases, right, right, there were cases of COVID, but but it wasn't a global pandemic at that time. If if my memory serves me right, um, I, you know, we 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 went about, and I remember that there were some. My hotel happened to be next to a hospital in um, in in Korea, and I was in in th- th- this part of the city is, is called Incheon, which is just south of the downtown area, the main area. So it's it's a little bit of a of a I don't want to say a suburb, but it's not the the downtown metropolitan area. Where I, right. Um, and and I just my hotel was next to a next to a hospital. And, and I don't speak Korean, I don't understand it, but I just saw, you know, people with, with the hazmat suits kind of 
they they set up a tent so people that would come in they would they would greet them and and they would have to interact sort of triage them in this tent first Mm -hmm. definitely and and that was that was a little little not just alarming but i just kept having this thought in my mind of like regret or not regret but just i that this wasn't the wisest decision now thank goodness i i made it through the trip i i came back to the united states and and at that time tests weren't as accessible right and you know they they had i and they had you know discussed the the symptoms of it And, and if i'm not mistaken actually i don't think they had spoken about the social distancing yet they just talked about the the symptom right and i come back to i came back through san francisco again when i came home and i came into san francisco and no masks at the airport no masks kind of back to normal um and and i even i even bought some masks when i was in korea and i remember having extra masks here in the states i'm like well I guess I don't need these anymore. I, I, that's funny because I remember at that time saying that when I came back to the States, I, I looked at the pack of masks that I had bought and I just thought to myself, well, I'm back in the States. I, I, I don't, I guess I'll just save these for when I need them because I don't need them now. Yeah. Um, throw them in a drawer. might need them in a couple of months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just in case. And literally a week and a, half, a little bit, a little bit over a week. I want to say like, you know, 10 days after I came back, that's when the outbreak in, in South Korea happened. And and that's when they started closing things down. And it actually started in in the southern part of the, of the island, part uh, a region or a city called Dagu. That's where the right. outbreak happened. And it came and it happened from somebody that had traveled from um, from China. And I remember hearing, seeing that on the news, and thinking to myself, "Oh, geez, I, I need to get tested. Do I have symptoms? I, I didn't have the symptoms. I didn't have any. You know, I, I've, I have always had a, a cough and, and a sneeze. Uh, you know, I've, I just have allergies myself. You know, before COVID, so." You know, but 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 heavy symptoms or, you know, the muscle aches. I I wasn't having any of them, so, so it was, it was it was I was fine for then, and that was the last time that I had, that I traveled, internationally was, that February. So how how close was that till till when they shut shut, you know, travel from from China. How close was that to that to when that happened? That happened in March. That happened in March, okay. and I want to say it was it was late March because I was I'm, I'm stationed here in Phoenix, and I I did one more trip after I came back to Korea, but that was just to New York, so it wasn't right. It wasn't at all you know international, and and, and the funny thing is even. Even when I was in New York, people weren't weren't wearing masks. Um, I remember when I went to New York, that's when it was during that trip that I read in the news and I was watching in the news about the outbreak in Korea. 
So it it kind of all happened while I was in New York. And and I never would have thought that, you know, months later, New York would have been the epicenter of it. Yeah. I I mean, like for us, it's funny because I like and I've talked to a couple other people from from the States and, and they're, they're saying the same sort of thing. Like, you know, early February, mid February is when they seem to to, you know, this whole thing sort of started for them. And I don't remember really much like that we knew or, or heard much about until like early to mid-March. I don't remember much going on in, in, in February. You might have heard a little bit about what was going on in Wuhan, but I don't think we even started hearing much about Italy, um, you know, getting hit till till like early March, maybe the end of February. But And then, of course, you know, New York just blew up by mid, mid-March. So um, it, it just sort of seems to me like you guys somehow seem to, to sort of catch all this earlier than we did. It, that yeah that that may be it that may be it because i just i just remember that my that you know i i went to i was in new york and this was again this was this was late february but but my last trip was to new orleans and that was in march that was during um that was actually my our wedding anniversary with my wife it was <laughs> the the 11th and then the twelfth was when, um, when Trump announced that that uh, um, that the UK was closed. Uh, not not the UK. I'm sorry. That Europe. That Europe was closed right. for travel. And that happened while I was in New Orleans with my wife. And I was like, oh geez, okay. And and I remember thinking to myself, you know, even when when I had come back from Korea or even when I was in New York, I remember thinking to myself, I, I think this will be contained. I think that we, we'll be able to manage this and it won't you know, get, get out of hand. I, I remember thinking that. But during, while, while I was in New Orleans, and I remember because I was, I was at, the, at the restaurant at the hotel watching the news, and then that's when they, they had the, the breaking news special that, um, that Europe was closed. That European travel from the U.S. was closed, and it was at that moment that I remember thinking, "Okay, th- this is serious. We're, <laughs> we're, we're this is going to hit hard." Um, and and this was- well, that, yeah, I mean that's huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, travel back and forth between you know the the states and Europe. I mean, that's like just tourism, all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, they just shut the door. You know, in once in one instant i mean yeah you know something's pretty serious if they take those measures right right and and again i when i was in new orleans no masks no masks um they they hadn't really spoken about social distancing yet we knew the symptoms and we know we knew how to detect them but but nothing about masks and social distancing and this was this was um the, the, about the 12th the 12th of march and then after that, that that was my my last trip. After that, I th- th- there was no more flying for me, and I came back. Did, did you just did you just choose not to, or or like did you get laid off, or or you know was it your choice not not to fly anymore, or how did that work? Well, w- what was happening was I had that trip to New Orleans was 
a trip that I wanted to take with my wife for our anniversary. So, so that wasn't business. The, the trip to New York, that was the last assignment that I had. After we got back from New York, they kind of slowly started kind of freezing the travel, just saying, okay, just, you know, if you don't need to go, don't go, you know, and, and with my wife, we had planned it, we had already, you know, purchased the hotels, and, and we were healthy, so we decided to go. But that was my last assignment was was New York, which, which was uh, late February. And when and because what, what I was doing, and, and what my, my job title, I guess is, is that I was, I started off with American in, in 2014. And when I started with them, I was using my um, my language skills to help um, translate. But I wasn't stationed here in Phoenix. I was actually it wasn't until 2016 that I came that I was here in Phoenix, and that's when I started um, kind of going on on routes. and And I was working from let's just say you know from Monday to Thursday in an office here in Phoenix, and then on the weekend, what I do is I would go fly to to new routes that um, American and One World was opening up. And while okay. I was doing that, I was taking some you know mechanics and engineering classes because I was certifying, and that's what I had been doing all along. But it wasn't until it wasn't until uh, January of of this year of 2020 that my my courses the certifications that I was taking were getting a little bit more intense and, and were getting bigger. So I had to kind of shift to more uh, study in, in classroom environment a little bit more rather than right. my work. And I was actually going inside a classroom while, you know, since 2020, since, or I'm sorry, since January, 2020. So that's kind of when I started and I was doing assignments here and there for work. And like I mentioned, you know, New York was the last assignment that I made. And it wasn't until April that they sent me home. And I kind of became virtual <laughs> at that point. Right. Which, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, that's better than, than just being cut right out totally. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. They the 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 good the good thing with me and in, in the in the what I'm really grateful for was that because I was taking my my certifications, I wasn't working as much. And, and this was this was back in January. This was before we knew about you know anything about COVID. And I was focusing more on my on my courses. So, so my job assignment was, my job assignment had changed a little bit with, with the airline. I was on, um, on, on an educational leave, if you will, with them. Right. Right. But it, but come April, that's when everything really, really hit hard. And I, at that, at that moment, I wasn't even going in person anymore. And then it was, it was that late April where I decided to kind of shift a little bit to where, you know, I, I'm, st and, and to this day, I'm still taking my courses, but my job uh, assignment had changed because I'm not 
I'm on leave with American right now, with American Airlines. Okay. So I'm not working with them, but I'm, I'm on an educational leave. But my leave, you know, I, I can't come back to work right now, even if I wanted to, for obvious reasons. Um, right, right. And what I started doing is I started delivering uh, goods you know, some, some, some medicines, you know, goods. I started delivering those to, uh, to the people that needed them and right. started back in, that started in April and I've been doing that ever since. Um, my, my assignment changed and in a way when, when that happened, it kind of, you know, I, I decided to, to kind of make that change in, in my career really because what what happened was you know, I kept thinking to myself, I said, you know, this is, I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon, but I need to use this. I, I need to be as proactive and as positive as I can. Right. For sure. Because I don't know when this is going to kind of come back when everything's going to go back to the way it was, <laughs> if you will. If it ever does, right? I mean, yeah. and and you're right. I I think you know the best thing you can do, and not everybody can, you know is capable of of doing that. But you you got to try to have the best you know sort of attitude you can, and it's not always easy. Sometimes it's really difficult, but you know I think if you can you know have that attitude, it's it's going to you know take you a lot further than than you know the opposite. Yeah, yeah, and and you know I know that there's people that that are hurting you know either you know with, with the virus obviously or financially you know psychologically mentally i know that that's that's definitely something that's that's hit that's been hitting a lot of people as well right and you know a lot of people feel isolated it, it, it this is just there's so many ways that that people are suffering today and I was, yeah. You know, I, I, I think people are going to be carrying scars from this for a long time. And, and I, I, I believe that a lot of people don't even realize, you know, how, in what ways that they're being affected. I, I think some of them are, are too busy just trying to survive to realize just what this is doing to them negatively. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I was in a position where I'm, I'm healthy, I was able to, to make this change and I was able to, you know, be able to, to deliver stuff to, you know, you know, goods, medicines to, to, to people that need it, people that can't, that are, I don't, I don't want to say not, not as healthy, but just are more prone to the virus. For one, yeah, people people who who are more susceptible, I guess, sort of like more shut-ins, um, sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, a lot of a lot of the people that I deliver these goods to, they, you know, and, and it's not just people, but it's you know, places and warehouses as well. You know, a lot of right, a lot of these goods, a, a lot of the my de my deliveries that I make, you know, it's it's the people that can't go to the you know, just go out as easily. And, and even now, because I mean, if you remember in the summer for 
for a little bit, things kind of started opening up again and people started going. Right. But even then there's, there's people that still, that still, you know, can't, don't have that luxury. So, you know, I was able to, I was able to take that opportunity and do it. And, and, you know, it kind of, my, my, my viewpoint, my perspective on life, on career changed so much because I just remember thinking that, you know, I, I need to use this. It's kind of like the end of a golden era, if you will. And this is the end of a time and the beginning of a new one, if that makes sense. Right. I, I think it's going to be like there was a pre-9-11 and a post-9-11. I think this is going to be the same pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, or COVID. You know, I think, yeah, I think we're going to have two different worlds come out of this. Yeah. And, and the thing is that it's, this happened back in, I remember in, it, it was, it was in April where I started delivering. But, and that's when, you know, my assignment my job assignment changed completely. But I remember thinking in May that I want to go ahead and use this opportunity that I've been given to be able to, to reach out to people, obviously, you know, in a safe way, but reach out to people that that were different, that were different, and I wanted to learn from them. See, one of the things that I had been doing since the beginning of of 2016, when when my travels really picked up, was I would go to a lot of different places, new places, and I would have curiosity conversations with people just so I can learn. I right. I've always had a very big, not just curiosity, but but I, I'm just I'm interested in so many things and people. But when the, when the pandemic happened, obviously I couldn't travel as much. But I noticed that still the earth continued to be, if not more polarizing than what it already was. And I noticed that within a, you know, a 10, 15 minute drive, there were people that were more different and more polarizing than some of the people I had met continents away (laughs) and i took that opportunity to you know spread optimism but just continue to have these curiosity conversations with the people you know within a driving distance the people here in in my city in my community no i mean that kudos to you that's really awesome that that you, you you turn you know, turn this into, into a learning experience and, 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 uh, you know, you take the opportunity to, uh, you know, to help others instead of, of, uh, you know, just sitting at home and, and, and worrying about, you know, your situation, um, you know, wallowing in your own, whatever. Um, how, how did you start the delivery? Like, how did you come across that? Did you, did like, how did you find out about it? How did you get started? Well, Part of my, part of the reason why I'm able to take the the courses that I am, is because um, with with American Airlines, and with the uh, the Air Force, I was actually able to go ahead and 
kind of it, it, it's it's a, a reserve, a local deployment, if you will, right uh, here in Phoenix. So when I when I had to when I couldn't take my courses anymore in person, that's when my assignment changed, and th- this happened back in um, in April. Yeah, and I and if I remember specifically, it, it was kind of near the end of April. But it wasn't until May, it wasn't until um, I remember Mother's Day, which was like the 10th or the 11th of May. It wasn't until then where I was told that this wasn't going to be a temporary change or it wasn't going to be a, okay, you're going to help us out for a couple of weeks and then go back. I remember that that week of Mother's Day, they told me, this is, this is your new reality for the next several months. Right, right. And and I kind of figured, I kind of figured it would be, but I've been able to to meet and talk to so many people um, safely, right, with masks and distance. Um, you know, we have, you know, distance between us, but I've been able to talk and meet so many people. And I really chose to create the positivity and the change that I want to see in the world, I wanted to be that change and be that opportunity, right. be that positivity um, and, and have and continue to have these conversations with people. Because I know that people, especially now, because, I mean, 2020, as you and I both know, hasn't only been about COVID. There have been several things that have happened <laughs> in 2000. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's been a bad year all around. Let's, yeah. let's face it. Yeah. And, and also, it's just, it's just been a very, it's been a very, you know, divided year as well, right? Because I think that if, if, you know, I can talk about, you know, the states, you talk about it, you know. Here, here in in America, we're we're very divided today, and I think that COVID added to that division rather than healed it. It added to it. I, I think, and 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 we, you know, being so close to to you guys, uh, we do watch a lot of the news. We watch a lot of what's going on. I mean, we're we're, you know, we're we're not affected by it obviously we're not americans but we do we do watch it daily we we you know we try to keep up with what's going on and and i'm sure that that covid you know seemed to highlight you know a lot of at least what i you know from what we can you know what i see is it, it seemed to magnify you know the the difference in in societal like classes right the poor it, it magnified you know the struggles that they were going through and, and it brought up or it seemed to us to, to, to show, and it's no different here. Don't get me wrong. It's not, you know, it's not just, you know, the States, but it, it, it seems to really show, you know, those differences in, in economics for, for the people who don't have, you know, access to, to, to the medical, you know, stuff that, that a lot of other people do, you know, COVID just seemed to really almost take advantage of that. And, and and it really showed the differences. Yeah, yeah, no, it 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 did, and 
you know, unfortunately, I think that with, you know, obviously, you know, COVID has kind of been the, you know, probably the, the, the biggest, you know, climatic event. But after that, you know, we had, you know, the, the summer, we had, you know, the election here, you know, we had, you know, you know, racial injustice. We, you know, we had so many things that just made people, you know, with division, you know, it makes people not just opinionated, but very opinionated. And, you know, it kind of, you know, divides people. And, and one thing that I've been able to take advantage of is is work off of that division and try to talk to people that are that are different than me you know you know politically just beliefs even how how they think and you know how serious they think of of covid even people that you know maybe don't don't take it as serious or people that take it very serious you know i've just been able to talk to all sorts of people and just try to find a commonality try to find a commonality between them and you know it's kind of become my you know my 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 cause really it you know i i call it conversational activism <laughs> where you know i i seek i seek out you know people that are that are different than me just so that i can find something in common with them and just so i can if nothing else be a friend well, and, and I'm sure sometimes that's not easy when, um, <clears throat> like I said, we, you know, we, we see, you know, what's going on, uh, you know, down there. And, and, and like I said, it's not really different here. It's just on a smaller scale. But, you know, that can't be easy when you have somebody who's, you know, totally determined that this is not real. It's not a big deal. Why are you wearing a mask? It's, you know, and, and, and that must be hard to, to uh, find some sort of common ground when, when they're so passionate about what they believe as opposed to, you know, somebody else being passionate about the science of it all and stuff. So to find that middle ground, I'm sure is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely hard. But the good thing is that I think with with everybody that I've everybody that I've spoken to, I've been able to to leave that conversation with something in common. But I I call it the, the leaving the room effect, the leave the room effect. I call it, <laughs> and the reason I call it that is when I leave the room, when I leave, when I am no longer talking to this person, you know, I want them to to be able to think back to me and be and you know be able to think okay I, I may be different than him i may not have agreed with him but he's a good guy he listened right he's yeah no for sure and and i think i i think a lot of times you know people just look for for they're expecting a certain reaction and and when they don't get that you know i think sometimes they kind of do a second take and it's, you know, well, Hey, this guy's actually not a bad guy. You know, I was expecting him to argue with me, but he's not. So yeah, I'm sure that that's, you know, sometimes how it goes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just, 2000, 2020 has, 
has taught me that. And, and, you know, COVID is definitely something that it's something that we don't have a lot of control over. You know, we, you know, we can, we've been told to distance to, you know, wear our mask and, you know, we have, I know, I know in Canada as well, right? Today they approved, you know, the vaccine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, um, no, you're right. I mean, I, 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 you know, sort of think that the only three things I have control over when it comes to this whole thing is I control if and when I wear a mask, I can control who and when I see as far as, you know, uh, you know, other people, you know, how close I get the contacts and, and I can control, you know, my, my hand hygiene, right. I can control washing my hands, but outside of that, as far as how this, you know, whole pandemic is going to shake out, I have no control over it, right? I can only control those three things for myself. And I have to hope that enough other people are controlling those same three things for it to make a difference. Cause it's going to take, that's what it's going to take. Everybody doing those three things to, to make this whole thing go away or, or a large percentage. And, and yeah, sometimes I just have to think, you know, you're, you're, you're out of control on this. You, you just have to sort of do what you can for yourself and hope the rest just works out. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I don't, I wanted to be able to control as much as I can in 2020, <laughs> a year where we haven't had a control, a lot of control over things. I wanted to be able to be able to finish 2020 in the best way that I can, in the best way that I, that I, I can control because really the only person I can control and the only thing I can control is myself and how I, how I uh, react to situations. And, right. and, and I'm going to continue, I'm going to continue to, you know, reach out and continue to, you know, have these conversations with people. And, and I've been able to, to learn so much, you know, since, since March, I've learned so much from people and, you know, I don't want to make light of the situation because I know that people are still suffering financially. They're still suffering, um, you know, obviously, you know, the, you know, the, the virus, those that have it or have had it, you know, that are still, you know, in hospitals. I don't want to make light of this, of the, of anybody's situation, but, you know, I've, I've learned a lot this year and, I want to to finish 2020 the the best way that I can. Oh no, for sure. I I, I think if if you can take uh, you know whatever positive you can find out of this, and 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 you're right, it's basically been this whole year. Um, you know, if you can finish this year on on, I mean, a high note might not be the right term, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If you can take something out of this and, and at the end of it say, well, this, I'm better in this regard or, or I've gained this in myself or whatever, then, hey, you know, you, you take that, you cherish it, you hang on to it and you just start next year because, you know, not everybody's going to have that. You're right. Not, not everybody's going to have that. And, 
and also, you know, with with being in the airline industry, I know that a lot of people, you know, have have lost their jobs. And, you know, I was in a position where I I didn't, but at the same time I'm not, you know, working because like I like I mentioned, I'm gonna leave. But, you know, that that you know adventurous spirit of of traveling is still there and, and you can still you know I feel that you can still meet new completely different people you know within a driving uh, driving distance of of you know where we live and and you know with with the airline industry I I don't know when things are going to come back to to the way they were they I don't know <laughs> I don't know if they will <laughs> maybe you know well uh... You know, I mean, like, you know, I just retired. It'll be two years in January. Um, my girlfriend's been retired for, it'll be three years coming up. And and that was our big thing that we planned on doing in our retirement was travel, right? We we finally, you know, we're, we're our kids are grown. Um, you know, we both have, you know, good enough pensions that we can afford to, you know, take some trips and stuff. So that was going to be our thing, right? We, we. Uh, you know, we went to Europe right after I retired for a few weeks. And then, you know, last year we ended up going to Nashville to watch a hockey game and, and we had all these other plans and then this happened and, you know, we just like you said, our plan is that, you know, once like we're in a really, really big lockdown here right now, like you, you, you can't have friends over, uh, you can't have anybody from outside your household into your home right now. And you can't even meet them outside. Like you can't go out in your yard and meet somebody. Like you can't have your kids come over and sit out in the yard. You'll get arrested. You, or not arrested, but you'll get fined if they, if they see you. So, you know, when all this is done, we're hoping that, you know, we'll do some, some road trips, get in the car. And I mean, Canada is a big place. We got lots of places I haven't seen. And so that's, you know, kind of what we hope to do. And, and until, until the air, you know, the, the air travel is safe and, and we feel comfortable with doing that again, but we believe that one day we will be able to do that. So we're, we're, we're hoping to take small steps and just sort of work our way up. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And, and actually, you know, Canada is one of my favorite places to to travel to. I know I, you know, going through um, Montreal and, you know, I, I, I remember when I lived in New York, I came back, I went in through, through Buffalo into, into Pearson's, crossing into Canada and going into Toronto. And I, I remember I used to do that on, on the bus. And I, I had so much fun. There, there's so much of Canada that I have yet to see. I, I've, you know, I've been to New Brunswick, to um, Nova Scotia, but, but Vancouver is, is an area I, I don't know as well as I wish I did. Right. Well, and even like living it, I mean, I, you know, I grew up here. Um, I have seen both coasts, but there's like, I've never been to Montreal. Um, I've never been to Calgary you know, I've driven past it, but I never have actually been there. I've, I've been to, you know, New Brunswick, but I haven't been to Nova Scotia, you know, a PEI. New, so there's definitely places that we want to go and, and we have, 
you know, I have friends that, that opened up a bed and breakfast in, in Nova Scotia. Unfortunately, they did it just before, just before COVID hit. So that might not even be anymore, but they still live there. So, you know, we have, you know, people to visit on both coasts. I got a sister just moved out to Victoria. So there's, there's a lot for us to see that, that it's definitely, you know, we'll still be able to get our travel and we won't have to sit at home and not travel. It's just, might not be as grand as what we had planned in, in the first place, but I, I believe we will get to those big trips at, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think they will happen and, you know, I guess it'll be a matter of, be a matter of when, but, you know, in, until then, until then, I, you know, I think that if I'm in a position to, to, to really help somebody and, you know, and, and, and obviously, you know, help them with, with anything, you know, that they may need, you know, food, assistance, what have you. But but even even just reaching out to someone and saying hi to them, just, you know, checking up on them, just making them feel like they, they're remembered. And I, you know, I'm thinking of them, you know, I've... Oh, for sure. I mean, even, even a phone call, when, you know, when this, when this first hit in, in March, I, I would, you know, there's, you know, certain... Um, certain people that I, I would call, you know, once a week just to check up on, you know, how you doing, you know, how you making out, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I, and it, it helped me just as much as them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we'll, you know, at least here in the States, here in, um, in kind of the, the, the Western United States, we've, you know, we've opened up a little bit, you know, it's not, you know, in in the summer, the numbers, you know, kind of went down a little bit. In the end of the summer, now now they're high. So now you know, California is California is really high right now, but but California's you know having lockdowns again, and I know that you know here in Arizona, where a lot of the school districts have gone back to 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 virtual. Um, right. My wife's a teacher actually and she you know she she's she's been a, a great example to me and not not just of you know have, having a passion for what what she does and which which is you know one of the reasons why you know I fell in love with her but you know she she's having to to go face to face right now with uh with students and and she's actually in the in the special ed department and she's you know and in that department is you know, a little bit more, more stressful as it is in the sense that, you know, you, there's a lot more you have to deal with, right. I'm, I'm not, you know, trying to disrespect anyone by saying, you know, that it's stressful, but, you know, she has to deal with that. And on top of that, you know, the, the paranoia of, of, you know, the, of COVID and, you know, people contracting it. So, you know, it's, schools schools here in, in in the phoenix area at least um i'd like to think you know half of them are closed and half of them are open and i think in the next couple of weeks if not days that may change that may change but you know we're it's you know it, it's kind of happening again with with the numbers going high and i know that the you know the holidays are are here they're just around the corner so i think that now is is the best 
time. Now is the best time to be able to, you know, pick up the phone, send a message, reach out to someone, have have a curiosity conversation with somebody, be able to learn. For sure. I mean, and and you're right. I think I think people need that. Um, you know, uh, uh, a lot of us are in a situation where you can't have that face to face with you know people other than your your own household, and and it's nice to get you know, an outside conversation and stuff. And, and, you know, unfortunately we can't do it face to face, but it's still nice to, you know, especially like I, you know, I, I talked to, to a, a girl a couple of days ago that lives, you know, on her own and in the lockdown that we're in right now, it's, it's gotta be pretty stressful because she lives by herself. She can't go out, you know, you can go to the grocery store, but that's about it. Um, you can't have visitors, any of that stuff. So, to, 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 you know, for somebody to just talk to and, and FaceTime or whatever. I mean, I think that makes all the difference to sort of get you through this. Definitely, definitely. And, and I think, you know, now, now more, more than ever, you know, the, the things that we'll be able to learn from people right now, when, you know, we've, we all have a new reality I think now is the best time to be able to to be able to to reach out and learn from someone, really learn from them, and try to you know create that that unity because you know as, you know as as dark as 2020 has been you know I'm I am an optimist in the sense that I I do think that things will come back together. So if anything, oh I. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I, I see the end of the, you know, the, I see the goal line. Um, I mean, for us, I think it's going to be a little slower than, than for you guys, because I don't think our vaccines are going to hit as quick. At least that's the way it looks. But even then, um, like for us, like, it's, it's pretty cold, you know, the winters are pretty cold. So for us, we're in a lockdown right now, in the winter. So that kind of makes it even worse. Right. We, I mean, we can get out and go for walks and stuff, but that's about it. Um, when it comes to Christmas this year, it's going to be just a virtual thing. We're going to go online, talk to our kids in the morning, and that's going to be our Christmas celebration. And that's just the way it is. But at least I know once spring comes, you know, we'll still have to do the social distancing and stuff, but at least we can get outside because, you know, in the summer we were able to go for walks with our kids, social distance, but we could go for walks with them you know, sit on a, at a picnic table on, you know, one on each end, but at least you could see them. So I think once we get through this winter and, and I don't think we're going to have to do another winter, I think we'll have the vaccines and, and even, you know, everybody should be good enough by hopefully by next fall. So I think we just got to get through this winter and then we hit summer and it's like the rest is a cakewalk. We're almost there. So I, I, I'm pretty optimistic too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, we we can use this time, right? We can use to the, the 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 quarantines. You know, the, the isolation. We we can use this time to prepare. Almost, you know. I I remember I remember thinking back in back in May when it kind of hit me that my reality and my career essentially was in a large way going to change and I was going to have to you know f- face a new reality 
I remember when that happened thinking, well, I have, you know, I may not be able to, to, to go to the movies or to, to fly or to travel somewhere. I may not be able to do that now, but, but what can I do? What can I do now? I can, I can catch up on that book that I had been wanting to. I can, you know, work on, work on myself, right? I can, what, what, what can I do now that before I wasn't able to do? I remember thinking that. And, and I think that's what, that's what, what that's what's helped me because I'm using this time as kind of like 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 an athlete would before you know on the off season right you know this in a way right now is probably all all of our off season uh, for all of us and and if we use that as an off season if we use this time to prepare when we can go out again when our season starts. You know, if we if we use this time to prepare and work on ourselves, how much how much more are we gonna enjoy our lives? How, how much, you know, we're how much more are we gonna find that happiness and be able to really look back at 2020, look back, you know, and and and, and think of you know the sad time it was, but also look back and be like, you know what, 2020 may have been terrible, but I learned. A lot, and I improved on myself a lot. Oh yeah, I mean, I I think, I think you're probably gonna, especially with with um, you know, like the service industry, airline industry, like you know, a, a lot of these, where where there was a lot of job losses. I think a lot of those jobs won't come back, and I do believe that a lot of those people took this time or are taking this time to to rediscover themselves, retrain themselves, relearn a new skill you know, whatever it takes that when this comes out, they're going to be ready to, to, you know, start into a whole new life instead of, you know, just, you know, regretting the one or missing the one they had. They'll look forward instead of backward. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's definitely something to, to be able to focus on. And, you know, I, I, I hope I hope that you know we can sooner than later, you know, we can kind of look back and and kind of and I, and I say this respectfully, of course, because I know again I'm not I'm not trying to make light of anybody's situation because I know people are suffering. Um, I know I've said that several times, so I don't want to make it, you know, by any means sound that way. But I hope that we can look back at 2020 and in a way kind of miss it, kind of be like, man. I remember during that time when the world was closed that I caught up on myself. I worked on myself. Yeah, I mean I I I, I yeah, I see what you're saying. I think I think a lot of people are are their their lives are going to get back to the busy lives they they led before all this and you're right. They're not going to have that that time to take care of themselves or uh, you know, work on themselves or, or even, you know, relationships, they're not, they're not going to be as close to, to some of the people they may have gotten close to again, you know, certain family that, that now they've, they've, you know, spent a lot of time with and, and once they get back to their lives, you know, that may be gone too. So, yeah, I do think there's going to be, you know, some things where you're going to look back and say, you know, I don't miss, you know, the pandemic, 
uh, per se, but certain little things that I, that I experienced, you know, the good parts I do miss. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I'm, I'm I know I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be grateful for that. And I can't wait for the day where I can kind of look back and, and be able to say that, right? <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not in 2020 anymore, but I'm grateful that I, that I was able to, to, you know, focus on myself because you, you brought up a really good point also that, you know, before, before COVID, when life was quote unquote normal, right? Um, we were, we were busy. We were running, we were doing this. We were, Mm -hmm. we were working. We were living really busy lives. And now we've kind of had to slow down, you know, obviously some of us like, you know, healthcare workers, you know, um, grocery store work, like there's, there's, you know, teachers, there's people that are still, there's still for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there are people where it's, it's the opposite. They definitely, you know, took, took an upswing and how, you know, how busy and stressful their lives became. But I mean, I think you're right. I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, uh, for years haven't had a dinner with their family because they've been working late all the time or, or whatever. And now all of a sudden you're sitting at home for like six, nine months and, and you, you rediscover what your family is and you realize just how much they meant to you those times and that, you know, time you get with them. But hopefully, and you know, you don't forget that when things go back to normal. I mean, I, I think a lot of people will have to go back to those busy lives because that's just the way it is, but hopefully they remember and, and try to carve out a little bit of time anyway for what what we've gone through. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree with you, and I can't, I can't be more grateful for those people that are that are continuing their hustle right now. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm grateful for them, and and I'm, I respect them so much. But yeah, but you know that's that's a group of us, right? That's only one demographic. The rest of us, you know, we we've had to kind of kind of slow it down, and kind of you know readjust, right? Maybe you know readjust our our lives a little bit. And for some people, that that you know that means that means work, right? That means that they're working less, so they're you know they don't have the same, you know, finances that they did maybe when they were working. So, so, you know, people are suffering and, you know, we, we all have a different, but, you know, if positivity and optimism, that's a choice. That's a choice. And that's, well, and, and I, I think if you can come out of this with something positive and, and, take away, you know, maybe, you know, something you changed in yourself or, or, you know, you, you like what you're doing, you're giving to your community and, and, and that's really something. And, and I think, you know, Hey, I, I might not be an American, but thank you. I mean, I, what you're doing, I think helps all of us, whether we're in the same country or not, because we're all in this together and, and any, any help you're doing, I think helps all of us. So thank you. But I, I, I think, 
if you can come out of this, you know, with, with something to say I learned or I gained or whatever, then at least it's like I wasn't beaten by this pandemic. I didn't let it beat me, you know? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, and I I can't wait. I can't wait till the day where I can go out to, to Canada and be able to, you know, call you up and say, hey, <laughs> show me around. I... I, I can't. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait for that. But, but you, you're absolutely, you nailed it. You nailed it. You, you know, coming out of all of this, being able to, to have learned something and being able to, um, you know, not just ourselves, but, you know, every day we can change the world by reaching out to somebody and saying hi every day, you know, we can leave this world better than how we found it. Absolutely. Oh, I, I mean, hey, it's like that butterfly effect, right? You don't know what your little kindness that you're giving somebody might end up, you know, six months from now changing, right? So, yeah, I, th- I think I, I, I'd like to think that when, you know, when we when this is over that, you know, Maybe we come out of this a little more compassionate, a little more caring. Uh, you know, um, I don't, I don't know if that'll happen, but I'd like to think that we're going to learn something from this. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it may very well be different for all of us, you know, um, but, but we can, we, we definitely can come out of that, and, and you know, pe- people, I think that you know, even after when everything does go back and when, you know, officially, officially the, the pandemic has, has ended, you know, I think it, I think the effect that 2020 had on us, I think that's going to stay with people. Um, I just hope, I just hope that we can, we can have as positive of an effect as, as we can make it. I hope that our, our effect is, is a good one so that we can together help those that maybe may need more assistance, you know, and, and I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, talking about food or or work. I'm talking about just, just, just reaching out, you know, just reaching out to someone and saying hi, because I think there's several things that we can do to help someone that's not always food and money you know there's a lot of things that we can do that are easier that that, that don't really require a lot of our effort but can have a great effect absolutely and and i think you're you're a shining example of exactly that um you know you you, you took uh, you know, something that, that wasn't so good in, in, you know, not working, you know, in the airline industry and, and turn it into something that I'm sure is helping a lot of people. And, and, uh, I think each one of those little conversations that you have, you know, means a lot to the people that have them and, and they might not show it, but I'm sure they do appreciate it. And, um, it was great talking to you. I, I think I learned a lot. And um, thanks for sharing, Jonathan. Stay safe. Oh, will do. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much.